This is Family Time 104, and we are talking about communication and setting. This falls under the relationship skills, social-emotional learning standard. It's kind of funny. We were talking in class the other day during one of our family time discussions. I don't even remember what the topic was. It was a week or two ago. But one of the students brought up how, like, sometimes, let's say maybe they're getting ready for an event where, like, people are coming to their house or something like that or whatever it is or their their parent is upset with them about something. So they've been very angry with them or kind of worked up and then all of a sudden people show up at the house or they have to go out in a public and then all of a sudden it's like, boom, all of a sudden the the parent is happy and smiling and whatever and it's it was just kind of funny to hear that from the student's perspective. I do remember that like in my own house and and not as a negative way, but I remember any time we were getting ready for like a birthday party or like if we were hosting a holiday and it was the mad dash to like make the house cleaner than it was at any other point in the year and try to get all the food ready and everything and my mom would be stressed and rightfully so and I'm sure my brothers and I were probably not the most help getting ready but it's like I remember kind of disliking the build-up to these events because I knew it was just going to be kind of walking on eggshells around the house and just kind of high stress. And then I always liked when the event actually started because then it was like, ah, then my mom seemed like she was happy and good and those sorts of things. So it was kind of funny to hear a student talk about that. I I remember that. (laughs) I imagine I probably do some things like that as a parent where it's like, I don't know, I try not to be very negative with my kids in general and it's a little easier because there's just the two kids and me, there's the three of us, we're able to communicate fairly easily, I think, but, but I'm sure I have those moments where maybe I'm on them about something and then you kind of back to normal happy face with somebody else and the student that brought this up was just kind of making the point like, oh, that's kind of funny how they can kind of like turn it on and off like that. But we all do things like that. We communicate a little differently based on the people with whom we're interacting and the setting. That's what we're going to discuss. I want to talk to all of you and, and ask, what are some situations? First of all, do you change the way you communicate your tone your word choices do you change the style of your communication based on the people with whom you're communicating and the setting and if so in what ways do you alter your communication i think it's important to recognize that's not entirely bad you probably talk a little differently at a job interview than you would hanging around a group of friends in a social situation. You probably also talk a little differently with your grandmother than you might talk with your peers. We do alter the way we communicate a little bit. Sometimes if you're 
in with a new group of people and you don't really understand the established pecking order or what the relationships are, maybe we hang back a little bit and kind of feel things out. Other people kind of dive right in. Some of that's a personal thing as well, just how we communicate individually. The other question I'm going to raise, though, is should we? Should we really alter the way that we communicate? Again, I think it's okay and appropriate to to maybe tweak some things a little bit depending on the setting. That's that's understanding social norms, that's understanding social cues, and that's a very, very important skill for life. But I do think the closer we can align who we really are with how we're commuting, communicating in a variety of situations, the better. Like I talked about, we might, we might act differently in a job interview than we would with our friends. But the other thing is maybe we are in a job interview or on our first day at work, we are presenting the, what we think is the best version of ourselves. We're dressed to the nines. We're trying to present who we think the most desirable version of ourselves is. And then sometimes we get into a job for a while and and we loosen up a little bit. That's not all bad either. It's good to get into a, a comfort zone with whatever we're doing. We're often better at whatever the task is when we are comfortable. But I think it's good to remember kind of the best of us that we wanted to show. I think it's important to remember what we were doing. We were trying to put our best foot forward. I think about that in the classroom setting when I'm teaching. I see so many teachers, myself included, we come into the profession, we're so gung-ho and we're fired up and we're going to change the world or we're going to inspire students and this is going to be fantastic. And after a while, which happens in any profession, we find out where the cracks are. We find out the things that are frustrating. We find out where some of the bureaucracy comes in. And and life happens. And every day isn't our first day. And we're 10 years into the profession. And we have the days where we aren't supercharged up. Well, in those situations, I think it's important to remember... What were we doing when we were trying to be our best? What I mean by that is not altering who we are, not changing the way we communicate, but how are we communicating? How are we presenting ourselves? What energy were we bringing to the situation when we were really amped up, really excited, really ready to be our best, the best version of ourselves? And if we can kind of close that gap between here's how I'm trying to present myself when I feel I'm at my best to kind of maybe here's where I'm at after I've been into this thing for a long time. If we can close that gap, I think the better we feel about ourselves. Then it's not changing our faces. We do that a lot in life. We put on a lot of different faces. For this situation, I'm going to kind of behave this way. For this situation, I'm going to kind of behave this way. 
like I said, altering our communication a little bit isn't a bad thing. It's a, an important skill. But the closer we can get to just being and feeling the best version of ourselves all the time, that's great. Then we don't have to worry about, about changing that face, about taking on and off that mask and presenting ourselves in different ways. We can just be the most authentic version of ourselves. And hopefully, that is what we view as sort of the best version of ourselves. We've probably all had those situations too where we're in a social situation and we feel like, yeah, I feel comfortable here. I'm able to connect with people. I'm able to talk about these different things. And we've had social situations where we feel uncomfortable, awkward. I think that's actually when the student brought up the the parent maybe being upset or stressed out with them and then all of a sudden seeming just fine when other people were around. I think that was, we were talking about uncomfortable social situations. I think we can be more comfortable in social situations if we're just being, this is the the best version of myself by my estimation, not by anyone else's opinion, but what I think is the best version of myself. I'm trying to present that at all times. And I'm not, I'm not altering who I am a lot. I, I think about that a lot in education because as a teacher, as a coach, we don't really get to turn it off. There are a lot of wonderful, wonderful things about education, but if you're a teacher, especially in a small community, like where I teach and coach, I'm, I am the teacher. I'm Mr. Nielsen. I'm Coach Nielsen on a Saturday afternoon going up to the grocery store in town, the same as I am if I'm in school. Because people see me and I'm trying to trying to be this authentic version of myself, but making sure I'm staying professional, that I'm, that I'm being positive about things, that I'm not doing anything that would undermine my credibility when I'm in school. And that, for me, is just fine. The, the closer I can be to this, really I try to do that in every aspect of my life, that I'm just this is who I'm trying to be. I'm trying to be authentically myself, but also continuing to learn and grow and just kind of be more or less the same version of myself in all settings. Again, maybe I might say something slightly different to a friend that I've had for 30 years than I would to a student in a classroom. And that's okay, but but the messages are the same. The attitude is the same. The, the essence of me is always there. And I think the more we can do that, the more we can kind of stop changing out our faces, putting on those masks, and presenting ourselves totally differently in different situations, the more comfortable we are, the happier we are. So continue to focus on the best version of yourself, the version of yourself you want to be, and how you can bring elements of that into any setting, into any communication with anyone.